Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand, before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. This conversation is the start of a mini-series here on She Leads a New Future about unstoppability and having crazy faith in your vision and purpose. Even when, and especially when, you're facing the challenging bits. This first conversation is with Natasha Price, who nine years ago had a sudden illness that left her unable to walk and permanently in a wheelchair. You're going to hear the story of how Tash was told by the doctor that, hey, this is your life and you better get used to it, and how one decision turned the table for her. And 12 months later, she went from being bed-bound, unable to move, to completing her first wheelchair marathon. Tash is an absolute force of nature who spends over four hours a day in physical training. And alongside all of the inclusivity work she does, she's also an award-winning athlete. Amongst many gold nuggets, you're going to hear Tash talk about playing the hand you've been dealt and switching on that inner fire. My intention with this unstoppable mini-series of conversations is to remind you of your capacity, your capacity to chase your big dreams, and your capacity to cause change. Christmas Day 2008, I went to bed as normal, and when I woke up the next morning, I was completely blind in my right eye. One week later, I was 100% blind in both eyes. And within one month, I was paralyzed from the waist down. To be honest, it was absolutely petrifying. I think the hardest thing at the time was 
there wasn't anywhere for me to go for treatment or rehab or anything like that. So I was put in an old person's home. I, I was only 27, yeah, 27 yeah. at the time. So it was quite, it was quite a big deal to be in a, in, in a home with elderly people that had a lot of health problems themselves. Um, and I felt very isolated yeah. and alone. And, I was just thinking, you've just had this yeah. major freaking life change happen and you're dealing with that and then now your entire environment is something entirely different than you've ever had before. The one thing I remember most from that point is the doctor coming into my room and saying to me, and this is, this is a big motivator for me, the doctor comes into the room and he's like, do you know what, Natasha, this is going to be your life from here on in. You're just going to have to get used to it. Whoa, and, what a uh, moment. Just, what a moment hearing yeah, that. I know. I I was I was lay there and basically just lying in my own shit because I had to rely on the nursing staff to change nappies because I wasn't able to do anything for myself. And I'd been left there for a couple of hours calling for help and haven't been able to get anyone's attention. First bit of attention I had was the doctor coming in and just saying that to me. So um it it kind of sparked something inside of me and I and I was like yeah no I don't I don't accept that even if this is my life even if even if I am stuck unable to move I'm not going to let it define who I am and just accept things in that way it I guess it felt so negative and the negativity in it killed me it took me maybe seven months before I started to realize that I was still leading that same life of being in bed and just allowing the stuff that had happened to me to control me. And, and mm. that was that was what was going on in my head. Because of, because of what the doctor had said to me, someone who I trusted and who should know best. Absolutely. The authority had told you what your long-term prognosis was. And then exactly. do you accept that that is your prognosis? And then that's yeah. just you signed, sealed and delivered for the rest of your life. Or do you let it rally a beast in you? And, you know, I love the quote that you said. I just read this on your website. You said, I've always been positive, but now I'm motivated. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It took me a little while to find that motivation. There's always been a beast inside me, but it it was dormant. That's how I look at it. It It woke the beast. I was laying in bed one day and my parents were on a couch that I'd got next to my bed and we were all watching... Um, a marathon and there was a wheelchair racer called Kurt Fernley on there he's a very very famous Aussie marathon um, wheelchair marathoner he's um, world champion amazing at what he does and I was just watching him and I, I said to mum and dad I'm going to do that and, and they, kind of, they laughed a little bit uneasily at me and, and were like oh, are you sure Tash you can't really even get yourself up out of bed at this point and and, and they were right. I couldn't. It took me exactly 12 months from that point of not being able to get myself out of bed to doing my first marathon. I, to this day, I still don't really know how I managed to find that motivation oh. to get me going. But Sorry, Tash. Can we just yeah. recap that? So you're, <laughs> so you're lying in bed and you said, I want to do that. And yes. at that point when you said, I want to do that, you were still completely bed bound. And 12 yeah. months later, you were doing your first marathon. Yeah. It, it, you know what? It sounds crazy even when I, when I think about it now. Um, 
I, I think to myself, how the hell did you manage to do that? I mean, I'm not saying my first marathon was fast. It was an absolute nightmare. It took me nearly five hours, which um, in a wheelchair is a really long time. Um, I managed to rip my thumbnails off and I did <laughs> got wheel burns under my arms and all sorts of damage to myself. But that sense of pride when I yeah. crossed the finish line and, and that drives me even now to, to this day, knowing that if you set your mind to something, you can, you may not necessarily be able to overcome your challenges, but you can adapt to them. And yeah. using that adapt- adaptation will allow you to achieve what you want to you know, through living your life to its absolute fullest and really continuing to raise the bar and push the edges of what's possible. And in doing so, you show others what's possible to ignite that beast, which I reckon we all have, but sometimes I'm just a little bit more sleepy than other times, you know? Exactly, exactly. I think for me, it's, it's about learning to get outside of your comfort zone. So when you start just saying yes to things and stop putting up the barriers for yourself it makes it so much easier to actually accept challenges and plow through them anyway there's always going to be barriers there no matter what but trying to just say okay I'm uncomfortable with this I'm uneasy with this but put a slightly analytical mind to it and say how am I going to do it I'm going to understand my situation I'm going to embrace that shit and then I'm going to accept it and just, you know, keep moving forward. If you do, what, two and a half hours a day in the gym or on the track? I do two hours in the gym, plus two hours in my racing chair. So that's four hours a day. On a Wednesday, I have a, a recovery day, uh, but that involves a couple of hours of swimming and a core session at the gym. And on a weekend, either on a Saturday or Sunday, I do just a couple of hours of cardio which for a wheelchair user is using a hand cycle or using a um, hand-based ski machine so six days a week uh, four hours per day total so it's so inspiring the level to which you show up thank you in so many ways and I kind of want to list off some things so yeah you're doing four hours plus of physical training every day because you've still you're still dealing with things physically. You know, you're in a lot of meds. You've just had, I mean, you said before when we first got onto the call, you had an MRI yesterday and your brain's feeling not as switched on as it usually is. <laughs> By the way, you're smashing this conversation. Oh, but you know, you. you've got so much stuff that you're dealing with and you're managing. And then on top of that, you're doing four hours of training a day. On top of that, you're starting a new business in a new clothing range, which is insane. And then on top of that, you're contributing to having other people with disabilities their experience be shifted in the world and you are really an advocate for inclusivity you are an extraordinary inspiration to hey this is actually what's possible when you get massively committed to I guess living a bigger life I think fear is probably the greatest barrier for most people they um you know self judgment self-analysis you you sit there get into your own head and the whole time you're thinking oh but is this possible you know maybe this will prevent me or that will prevent me and and there will always be barriers and situations where you you just aren't ready to do that yet but failure it actually teaches you lessons about 
where to go to next and and truly what you're capable of. So Mm. embrace that fear. Don't be scared of it. Just just say to yourself, okay, I am scared, but I can do this. I I can do it. I just need to push myself and and stay positive and take baby steps. Baby Mm. steps are, I don't really step much, but you know, baby steps, they make everything possible. Oh, I freaking love that. Finding even small positives in your situation. So for me, yes, I, I am, I'm low vision and I can't walk. And a lot of people would see that as, as, a, as a terrible existence. But for me, I see it as a positive because of the community that I've become involved with, because of the, just the amazing, incredible opportunities I've been given in life that I wouldn't have um, that wouldn't have happened for me had I have not been through the challenges I've been through. You've got to kind of turn things around a little bit, do a 180 so that your negatives become a positive. Negative experiences can have a positive outcome. It's just about how you choose to deal with it that actually is is what affects your future. Mm, absolutely. Because the impact that you're making and you're like, can't even imagine the thousands upon thousands and thousands of lives that you touch and that you are igniting something within them that then they will go off and do into a very different trajectory for themselves because they've been seeing you. And then I look at the ripple effect of those thousands of lives as well. And just the massive ripple effect that's coming out from you, that's come from you actually embracing the hand that you were dealt with And really, I guess, like choosing it, it's almost like what I kind of feel from you is that you fully choose what's happened and what you're experiencing and are using it to its fullest potential. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I couldn't put it in a a better way than myself. Um, The one thing I always say to people is play the hand you've been dealt. I I think it's, it's a great analogy because... You can never control what hand you're given in life, but you can certainly control how you play it. So um, that for me is probably one of the most important takeaways I could I could give anybody. Mm, play the hand you've been dealt. Mm, amen. Uh, Natasha Price, where can people find you? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram as the underscore invincible underscore woman at uh, tashaprice.com or also um, on Facebook as Natasha Price Live Invincible. Amazing. And we will link all of that below this episode as well. Tash, thank you so much for your time and thank you for the impact that you're making as well. You're making incredible ripple effects. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now. Find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in. If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.